Free Trail fam, bonjour from Chamonix, France. Of course, I am your loving host, Dylan Bowman, here to celebrate the 20th anniversary of the Ultra Trail de Mont Blanc. It is officially UTMB week, and we are here to enjoy the spectacle and share our love for this amazing sport and this amazing event with you, the global trail running community, trail fans worldwide. This is a special time of year, and we are so happy to be here to enjoy it in person. We're going to be doing a daily show each morning recording in the heart of Chamonix covering all the major stories of this year's race. It is a special week-long series we're calling Good Morning Mont Blanc, which you're listening to now. Each day we'll have a star-studded group of rotating co-hosts to share their expert perspectives about the fields, the conditions, the races, and the results as they happen throughout the week. We're also going to be doing a ton of pre- and post-race interviews with some of the main contenders and the top performers. So make sure you're subscribed here or to our YouTube channel so you don't miss a single second of our coverage. We are grateful for your support. We really hope you'll follow along and share it with your friends. Finally, thank you to Hoka and Camelback for making the shows possible this week. Make sure you play fantasy, fantasy fantasy.freetrail.com for a chance to win prize packages from these awesome brands. Thank you all so much for listening. Have an amazing UTMB week. Heather Jackson, welcome to Chamonix. Oh my goodness. Uh, I'm here. I made it. <laughs> nice to see you. How long have you guys been here? Uh, we got in, we we're supposed to get in Thursday. We got in Friday. Yeah. So a few days now. A few days to shake off the uh, the jet lag. Uh, I would say it's still yeah. here a little bit, but yeah, I mean, as somebody, better. as somebody who's raced professionally across multiple sports, are there any uh, tips or tricks to the whole travel shenanigans? It's probably much easier than traveling with a TT bike now, huh? <laughs> True. Less equipment. We've had more issues, I think, this trip, uh, unfortunately, yeah. just with cancellations. But uh, uh, I don't know. Tips. Just try to get on the time change as quick as you yeah. can. <laughs> Force yourself up. Well, it's so awesome to have you here at UTMB for the first time. You're going to be racing OCC on Thursday. <laughs> So racing yeah. in quotes, <laughs> racing, you're going to be racing. I think you probably only know one speed when you're on anything that, uh, is resembles a race course and, uh, it's going to be a new experience for you. And I'm excited to talk about it, but maybe let's start with the last time we saw each other, which was at Western States. And no, it was a disappointment for you. So just tell us about how that day went and how you're thinking about it now with a little perspective in the aftermath. What'd you learn? What went wrong? Yeah. Uh, Western States was certainly one of the, the biggest, I'd say, disappointments of the year. And uh, I can't even say because of the result, because I didn't even get a result, mm-hmm. but just the day and never even thinking of what happened as a possibility. Um, for listeners, I wasn't able to finish. I think I had to pull the plug at um, just before Michigan Bluff, which Eldorado. Which means um, you still had to walk up to Michigan Bluff, exactly. right? Exactly. So basically Michigan Bluff. Yeah, yeah exactly. I've done that before too, if it makes you feel any better. Um, yeah. Oh, that does yeah. make me feel better. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think it was just, I, I thought I had, I, I had trained, I was fit, but I'm not, I was not, yeah, that was a whole nother level of experience out there. And I think from having the snow that we had and in my mind, I'm like, oh yeah, I, I run in the snow in winter in Bend, but. I mean, trying to run hard on that snow for 20 miles was probably way more taxing than 
maybe I factored in on top of then being more fatigued that early on to get on to, I know I'll use the term technical, but rockier trails earlier on in that course. And, and combined with, um, I was with a group of amazing women who went on to finish, finish up there. I was with Emily, um, Hoggood, uh, Taylor Nallen, Keeley. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a group of us. And I think just having the competitiveness that I have, it was literally like, stay with them, just stay with them. And I was so caught up with like being with them and not getting dropped. And the second there was a downhill, I was getting dropped and I would panic and try to go faster than I think I'm technically capable of right now. And I would trip and fall. And I went down a couple times early, um, made it and, and eventually ended up losing those women that I was with early on, made it through Robinson flat, uh, made it on the flat dirt road downhill part smoothly, and then kind of got onto the section that is like cutbacks. Yeah. And it was loose. I, I wouldn't say it was the technical. There, which is known yeah. as like the infamous hardest part of the Western States course. Okay. Yeah. I, that makes me feel better. Too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was loose. It was pretty sandy with some loose rocks underneath. And I just, I was again, just trying to go faster than I probably should have on a cutback area. And my right side slid out and I thought I did tweaked my hammy worse than it ended up being. And then when I landed on the other side, I completely just rolled my ankle all the way over and it was pretty bad. Just a tough day. Yeah. Do you attribute (laughs) it mostly to just like skilled development is like kind of what you need? Obviously like the aerobic capacity, the competitiveness is something that, you know, you have in spades and that comes second nature to you as a longtime professional athlete. It's just like getting used to the different terrain, right? Because it's sec- your second hundred miler, but it's a totally different race than Havelina, right? Oh, totally. Yeah. Totally different race and totally different attitude. For me, it was the Kona of the year. And it was, I knew all those women going in. I mean, I've, I've watched them race and, and I admire them and they're the best in the sport. And I was in there with them and it was just like way over my skill level. And I should have just... And we were only 30 miles in. I mean, I should have just toned it down a bit knowing it's such a long day. Maybe when the trails did get a little bit more runnable, um, I could have, yeah, gone to work then later in the day. I mean, so many other, so many things through my mind of like, you should have done this. You should have done that. You shouldn't have just panicked and, you know, been way over, Yeah, I think, your head. So Yeah, well, I think just like it's a learning experience for you. You're still new at this, right? I mean, you, and you're racing at the, at the biggest stage in the world at Western States. And now you're here at UTMB for the first time doing OCC. And it's different than triathlon in that, like, even if you're doing 70.3s or full Ironmans in different areas around the world, the courses are more or less the same with slight variations in terms of it's their difficulty, how fast they are versus how slow they are, et cetera. But here, like, you know, obviously like OCC is completely different than uh, the 50 K we're going to be putting on in our backyard in Marin. And like CCC is totally different from black Canyon, which you raced earlier in the year. Similarly, UTMB is completely different from Western States. And that's one of the beauties of our sport that you're also experiencing in your cycling career. And it'll be great to see, uh, you know, your first impressions of UTMB this weekend with OCC, but talking a little bit about cycling now you've been busy with that too since uh since western states and it seems like you've had a couple awesome experiences specifically at leadville and 
Steamboat. So maybe let's talk about both of those. Yeah. I know you were a little bit intimidated by Leadville after <laughs> uh, Sea Otter earlier in the year, but it seems like you came away with a lot of pride and good memories from that legendary mountain bike race. Yeah, it was, I mean, I didn't know what to expect. I was nervous. Leadville is the third, uh, sorry, fourth stop of the lifetime series that I'm also competing in. And so it was one of those, like, is this one of the ones I skip? Cause you're allowed to skip two, but in the end, I was just glad we went because that race was absolutely iconic. It was, yeah, it was amazing. I mean, I had an okay day out there given my mountain bike background, uh, which is not a lot, but, um, yeah, it was just, it was a really, really cool race. And so that was what I enjoyed the most. I'm just thinking about this now. What's up with that Keegan Swenson guy? <laughs> I mean, it's, I know you're maybe not as deep in the culture as as the people who do come from a mountain biking background, but that was seemed like a all time oh great gosh. performance that he put together. Next level. Yeah. I mean, he yeah, the things he did to get that performance out are just I mean, yeah. next level. I mean, he and his girlfriend Sophia, who on the women's side, they were they were basically rode gravel wheels. Like they went full blown all the little things you could do to be, yeah, ready for that course and go the fastest on that course. So yeah. Unreal. Yeah. And I guess just, just for our listeners who are probably confused right now, who know a lot right. more about the Leadville 100 <laughs> running race, we're talking about the Leadville 100 I was, bike race. The, the coolest thing was I was able to get out on the run course yep. a bit when I was up there. So that was really cool to yeah, check out. Yeah. A lot of history on that course too, but uh, just to bring things full circle for the listeners. Yeah. Keegan Swenson, who won the men's race, broke the course record by 20 minutes or something like that. It's just an all time. Great. Courtney DeWalter level performance on the Leadville 100 bike course. But then you went to Steamboat for Steamboat gravel just like two weeks ago. And you came away with, I think a sixth place ride yeah. there. How'd that go? That was another, another really cool race. That was probably more my wheelhouse. Um, just, rolling gravel roads. So on my gravel bike versus say a mountain bike and just, yeah, really good, tough, hard course. It got super hot on the day, but, um, great vibes at that one. They had this cool hill climb the night before, um, costume and, you know, part big party. So yeah, really cool event. So we're, we've of course done a bunch of interviews, you and I this year already, and we're always talking about you balancing the gravel slash mountain biking side of your career <laughs> with a trail and ultra running side of your career. And it's, you're such a fun athlete to follow. And now you're here at UTMB for the first time. So maybe give us a sense of like how you've been, you know, evolving your training after Western States, you know, what sort of time are you putting in on the bike versus running and any of that specific technical skill work that you talked about after Western States? Yeah, I think, um, so I couldn't run for about three weeks, just have rehabbing my ankle. I had to let the ligaments reheal mm. that I tore, um, a lot of strength work in there, which I do strength work in the off season, but really just, um, getting back to, yeah, needing to strengthen the feet and the ankles and be ready for off-road terrain more than I was probably having my body ready for. So, um, fortunately I could ride, uh, those first three weeks or so after Western States. So kept the bike mileage up. I would say I'm back to about the same, but I've kind of shifted my run training a bit to more working on what I need to work on. And that's the skills that you're talking about. And fortunately we went out to Leadville early, um, mostly to acclimate, but also just, uh, to get into the mountains and get onto hilly, rocky terrain and, 
get in more of that kind of up and down hiking strength work, running up mountains versus say some of the shorter hill repeats I was doing on a gravel road in our backyard in Tucson. So I need to, it became very obvious quickly, the sort of terrain and I need to be on in the sort of technical skills that really need to be developed. And that will just, I, I mean, hopefully come with time and the practice that I need to put in. So, uh, July in Colorado, July into August in Colorado, I think was really, really cool just to, okay, this, this is what trail runners do. The, like get out on these sort of trails, um, and maybe move away from that very, I think, triathlon slash road marathon specific work, which I'll continue to keep some speed work in there for sure. But, um, at this point it's obvious, very obvious. I need to be developing some <laughs> skills, Ro- rotate in some, some mountain <laughs> training. Yes. No, it's, it's great. And uh, yeah, I mean, now moving towards OCC, I'd love to hear sort of like how you decided to put this race on your calendar and having been in Chamonix now for a few days, what are your first impressions with not only the landscape, (laughs) the place, but the vibe of the UTMB festival? Oh my goodness. I honestly, we've been blown away since the second we got here. Um, I need to give a massive shout out to Hoka who they um, asked if I could come over here to work on a separate film project um, that we've been filming the last few days just around Chamonix and the town and the event ahead. So I had that opportunity to come here, which I was um, just, yeah, so excited about even just coming not to race. But um, I've been building back now for about a month, maybe longer. But for me, I'm here, I'm healthy, the ankle is strong again. And I don't know how else to get technical practice, um, without just going out and seeing what it's like. I mean, if this is an event I want to put on my calendar one year, like, I'm here. I, for me, OCC, yes, I want to race it, but I, it's more just, I want to see what, what it's like out there and be a part of it and be a part of this whole week and really just take the whole thing in. So it's more, I think that mindset coming in, uh, for Thursday than have you spent any time on the course? Uh, just the out and back here from town, but no. <laughs> have you gotten any like words of advice or done any of your due diligence about the course and I just recently, uh, before this actually, uh, was having breakfast with Hayden Hawks who kind of walks me through some of the stretches and what is considered more technical or less. I take that all with a grain of salt because (laughs) my technical is (laughs) relative, but he kind of walked me through different stretches and a very specific, like five to 10 mile stretch. He said is very, the most technical, including a downhill part. So um, it's going to be another fun learning experience for you. <laughs> the other thing that I'm realizing now, like obviously triathlon sort of like equipment intensive, but now you've got to carry mandatory kit for the first time in your trail running career. Probably. <laughs> I, I don't know if you're planning to use poles or not, but that's also <laughs> another variable. I got my pack yesterday, so I packed it up full of everything I need, which I had Wadi run to the store to get a whistle, which was new for me. Uh, whistle emergency blanket. Got the goods, (laughs) (laughs) packed it in there, tested out how the pack feels fully packed down. Um, I used poles a couple times in Colorado. Uh, I've talked to a couple girls though, uh, potential front runners. I mean, Katie Scheid is like going to be up there. She, I don't believe is used. She told me at least, I don't know if this was (laughs) tactic. She said she's not using them. So I'm like, okay, makes me feel better. I could go either way. Um, I, I, 
probably won't choose to use them. Yeah, if you're you're not used to them, you probably probably shouldn't. And in OCC, if you watch the live broadcast in the professional ranks, fewer athletes in that race do use poles, but in CCC and UTMB, it's 100% ubiquitous for the most part. One of the things that is sort of cliche, but I'd love to ask you about is, you know, you've obviously raced at the highest level in Kona for many years, and this is sort of like the world championship equivalent in our sport. So any uh, comments about, um, you know, arriving here, it's still early in race week and the momentum is building up. It's busy in town, but it'll be a little bit more energetic (laughs) as the, as the week progresses, but any comparisons, uh, you know, similarities and differences between UTMB and Kona? Yeah, I mean, I've the obviously the similarity is just that it feels like such a world championship event. I mean, Kona is the world championships here feels like the same. It's that next level in terms of size and and just overall f- like feel out there. I would say that the feeling we've had over the past few days is just you have that same like this is one of the biggest races on the calendar feel, but everyone is just outside like enjoying each other. And it's a thousand percent more relaxed, I would say, than Kona. Um, and the energy there is this like nervous kind of very high, high intensity, like yeah. in, yeah, just intense. And here everyone's like grabbing coffee, grabbing lunch, grabbing a smoothie, walking around. And it's like just relaxing and everyone's enjoying the community and everything that the week is about. Um, and it just has that more like, okay, we're all together here in Chamonix for a week, enjoying everything about it. So it's been so far, uh, yeah, just incredible. Amazing. Well, Heather, it's great to see you here and have you here at UTMB for the first time. Maybe as we close, tell the people where, like, are you going to be doing any events around town or uh, any, uh, other like Hoka related things that might be on your calendar during race week where folks might be able to see you? Yeah. Um, tomorrow at 2 PM. So Wednesday, 2 PM, I think there's a big Hoka athlete signing. So it'll be right at the Hoka base camp. It's like a couple meters from where we sit yes, now. Perfect. So, yeah. <laughs> I think that's the main one. And then I'll race OCC Thursday. And then I can't wait to actually just be able to get out and watch CCC and UTMB on Friday into Saturday. So. That's what I was going to ask you. I think, you know, for you and Wadi to drive around on the course, Check on Friday, Saturday, go yeah. check out some of the action in the long distance races. Does, do yeah. they, are you curious about CCC or UTMB maybe in the years um, ahead? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, cool. <laughs> I watch all the videos and yeah. I'm like, oh, one day. Amazing. And I understand <laughs> that you guys are going to be making a little video about your experience over here at OCC. I, yes. Wadi's here with his camera yes, now. Exactly. So that, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. And Thank you. Yeah. Everything will try to capture the week as, as we experience it here. Amazing. Well, Heather, it's great to have you in the sport. Great to have you here at UTMB. Good luck at OCC. Thank you so much, Bill.